The graveyard is the richest place on earth because it is here that you will find all the hopes and dreams that were never fulfilled, the books that were never written, the songs that were never sung, the inventions that were never shared, the cures that were never discovered, and let's add in the stages that were never spoken on. Mm. All because someone was too afraid to take that first step, keep with the problem, or determined to carry out their dream. listening to the Move to Millions podcast with Dr. Darnielle J. Harmon. If you're ready for high-level conversations that position and prepare you to move your company, cash flow and connection to and beyond the million dollar mark, let's get this party started. This episode is powered by Move to Millions Live. That's right, people. You can come and hang out with me and other millions-minded entrepreneurs for three amazing days and create the plan that's going to help you make the move. Go now to movetomillionsevent.com to learn more and grab your seat. In today's conversation, y'all, I have a treat for you. I am bringing you another one of my amazing, fabulous clients. This time around, I'm having a conversation with the Jasmine Haley. Okay. Can I just tell you that I bring the best of the best together? My clients are better than yours. Can I just say that? Is that okay? Jasmine and Maya's conversation, it reached my soul. There were so many moments when the hair on my arms, y'all know I'm hairy, right? The hairs on my arms were standing up. That's how juicy good this conversation was. Let me read Jasmine's bio. Jasmine Haley, MS, is an award-winning speaker, author, educator, and podcaster dedicated to helping audiences understand that the time is now if they want to make an impact and serve their communities from the heart. Her global consulting firm helps rock star professionals amplify their voices from the stage. Her inclusive message on burnout, becoming legacy driven, and how to create presentations that reach the heart have impacted the lives of her audience members and transformed the professionals she has coached into business growth and successful speaking careers. You can learn more about Jasmine first and foremost in this episode. We'll also put her information in the show notes. You guys, oh my gosh, this is such a treat. You're welcome. I'm just going to say that and I'll see you after the episode. Jasmine Haley, I'm so excited to welcome you to the Move to Millions podcast. How are you today? I'm doing excellent. I'm so excited to speak with you. I know that this episode is going to be fire because we both love speaking. You already know. (laughs) You already know. All right. So just for the people, tell everybody who you are in your own words. Hey, y'all. I'm Jasmine Haley. I am the CEO of Legacy Scaler. And what I do is I help change makers. I help people who are brilliant in the work that they do package their expertise so they can amplify their voice through the stage. And so we help them create their signature talks. We help them create the alignment needed for them to scale their business and create sustainable income through speaking. Awesome. 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 Now, I know enough about your story to know that you didn't you didn't wake up like this, right? You didn't start <laughs> your journey teaching people how to leverage the power of their voice on the stage. So give us a little bit of a history of your journey and, and what got you to this point that this is now the work that you do. Yeah, I've held multiple roles. In fact, I knew at the age of 13, I wanted to specifically be in dentistry. I had a love of teeth. I was crazy about teeth. And so I zeroed in and narrow focused my intentions with that through high school, throughout college, became a dental hygienist and wind up 
leading my world into the realm of public health. So I decided to get focused in specifically with people living with HIV and dealing with substance use disorder. And my work in that public health realm led me to dabbling a little bit into teaching. And eventually where it led me was actually creating programs for younger generations, generations coming up. And I became a full-time faculty at a college what happened after that particular change in my life was I was a full-time academic. I was able to get deeper into the world of educational methodology, but I became burnt out. And then I unexpectedly lost my mother. And during that time, it really got me to a place of really thinking about what is it that I can do differently? So I wind up leaving that full-time academic position, starting my business and growing it specifically through speaking and events. I and love today, that. what's wild and crazy is I left a really awesome brand in healthcare to restart my business again in 2019, 2020 to do the consulting work that I do now, to open myself up more, to use my God-given abilities to help others in sharing their voice. Nice, I love that. I wanna talk about this getting burnout because I know, for those of you who don't know, Jasmine is a client. So so I know that you instituted these sabbaticals mm -hmm. in your business. And what I love about you and this need to take a break is that it is so non-negotiable. Like I remember Jasmine just came into our Move to Millions Mastermind, y'all, and we have a retreat in July. Well, July is her sabbatical month. And she was like, look, I want to come, but it's my sabbatical. So I'm a miss y'all. And I love that. Talk to us a little bit about how you knew you were burnt out and what gave you the courage to quit your job. Because I don't know if for most people getting burned out means quit your job. So like, take <laughs> us through that story a little bit. <laughs> Let me tell you something. What made me change wasn't the sy symptoms I was dealing with. The migraines, the debilitating pain, the repeat hospital visits, urgent care visits, everything was negative. All my tests were negative. Sometimes I couldn't walk. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was horrible what I was dealing with, but it wasn't until my daughter walked in and saw me at my worst and the look of horror on her face was enough for me to say something isn't right and so that started the journey of me doing the inner work during the healing that i needed to actually do to get to that next level and i realized that the trigger what was causing the issue was i was constantly re-traumatizing myself in a toxic work environment mm. and i had to make the decision it's my health right or continue down this road and demonstrate to my daughters that they aren't enough. That's so good, so, Jasmine. Let me just stop you right there. Yeah. Because I think that we forget that our kids are watching us, right? Mm -hmm. And we forget that we are who we are because we were watching our parents and their crazy antics. Now mm -hmm. they the reason we sitting on some therapist couch. <laughs> and if we aren't careful, we will be the reason our kids are sitting on a therapist couch. And so I just wanted to to stop right there and just celebrate you, right? That that cataclysmic moment when your daughter walks in, but it was enough for you to realize, listen, I get to decide right now how this plays out in her life. Because that is what you were doing by beginning to take care of yourself, by beginning to deal with some of your 
traumatic experience and those types of things, you're creating a pathway for her to not have to have traumatic experiences. And I don't think we talk about that enough, right? Especially in entrepreneurship, right? Like entrepreneurship, everybody is team hustle, team Mm -hmm. hustle, grind and sleep, team, pray, hustle, sleep, team, wake, pray, hustle. Like all the teams got hustle in them and nobody (laughs) needs to be hustling. And so to decide to go against the grain and to choose yourself and more importantly, to choose your daughters, it's a really big deal. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I just want to honor you for that because I think that somebody else needs to hear that first and foremost. There's somebody out there right now who is thinking that their, their children are going to honor the fact that they're not available and they're always busy when mm-hmm. with all they really want is for mom or dad to be available to them. Right. And so finding a way to leverage what's inside of you to be able to create an environment for that to work so that you could teach your daughters how they should look at themselves in the future. That's priceless. And I love that. And I just really want to honor that because I think more of us need to hear that, that kind of a message. I know it wasn't easy though, right? Like we're probably making it sound real easy, but it wasn't. So walk us through the journey and, and even some of the the mindsets and things that you said to yourself that made you maybe want to backpedal or, or, you know, question or maybe change your mind and hope that no one would pay attention to the fact that you're going against your own word. I love that you, you stated that because I think for a lot of us, a lot of women, we need to put someone else's face at the forefront. And for me, it was my children. I d- didn't at that time, I didn't truly feel that I was worthy enough to make that decision, but my children were. Mm. So I want to encourage each of you, especially if you're in the beginning stages of that, understand that the time will come through taking massive action where you will deem yourself worthy. But if you don't have that right now, use someone that you love at the forefront of you pushing through whatever fears you may have. And so for me, it was, here's the reality. I'm leaving a job which I don't recommend without planning, but I was a girl that did not plan, okay? Uh, Me too. I say that all the time whenever I talk about my story and how I just walked into my boss's office one day and was like, yeah, today's my last day. Yes. (laughs) With no plan. Like, don't do that. Don't try this at home, people. Don't try this at home. Exactly. I had no plan. All I did was I started my LLC before I left that job and I knew that there were other people out there speaking and making more money than me Mm -hmm. in a month's time than I was as an educator. And so I had a fallback plan, which was as I was building my business, I would go out and work clinical if I need to. Mm -hmm. And I would go out there and share my voice. Now, what happened to me, though, was when I finally made that decision, challenges will always arise when you choose the path that God wants you to be on. It will always show up. Challenges will always arise when you choose the path that God wants you to be on. Girl, that's a preach right there. Absolutely. And so my challenge was, is that I knew I can educate. I knew I could speak, but not everybody else saw that. And so I was going out there, I was pitching, I was sharing, hey, I've got this amazing topic and nobody was checking for me, not a soul. So I had to make a decision of trusting the inklings, the whispers that God was telling me, this is the direction I needed to be. Do I trust it? Do I sit back and wait for someone to provide it for me or do I take even bigger action? So I started to get bold. I started writing to the industry magazines and telling them they need diversity of thought and they need to include me as an author. That's how I got my first written 
writing gig where I was paid. I hosted my own event, y'all. I didn't wait. And I was a feature speaker and I sold that joker out. And when people started seeing the work that I was doing, that was when the recognition for my brand came out. And that was when the speaker request started coming in as well. Mm -hmm. So I I love all of that. Yeah. So a lot of that was like leaning in and trusting and having the audacity to say that I am the person that is here to share this message. I didn't have easy topics either. My topics were very difficult mm-hmm. to talk about. Most people didn't want to, but what I found was when I was given the opportunity to share, many people would be leaving my courses, crying their eyes out, hugging me, just deeply transformed from my message. And that was how I knew I needed to keep moving forward, even though no one was truly giving me the validation. The validation had to come from within that I was meant to do this. What I love about all of that, Jasmine, I love the first thing that you said. Well, it's not the first thing that you said, but I made a decision. I needed to either A, trust God, B, sit back, or C, take bigger action. And I'm guessing you took a multiple choice, right? You trusted God and you took bigger action, right? Because we waiting on God, but he's waiting on us. And I love that. And the other thing that was the hidden nugget in this nugget that I want to make sure that people catch is you told other people why they needed to put you on. You didn't wait for them to figure it out for themselves. So as you were pitching yourself, you told them, and it is bold, like I... And I feel you because I'm looking at all of these stages, right? Mm-hmm. And I mean, big, big stages. And they don't have no black girls on them. And I'm like, you know what? I need to be the black girl on your stage. And so, like, right now, a member of my team is crafting the, what those pictures are going to be. Because I'm like, look, first of all, if you need receipts, I got receipts. But second of all, you got black girls coming to your conference and they don't get to see them on your stage because you're not putting any black girls on there. And that's not okay. And I, I just love that. And I wanted to pull on it because right now there's somebody listening to this episode who knows that they know that they know that they are the best thing since pockets and no one else knows that yet. And they're not sure what to do. And so I want you to know right now, whomever it is that's listening, this is what you need to do. You need to take bigger action and you need to tell them why you are the woman or the man for that particular job, for that particular stage, for that particular opportunity, for that book deal, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Put it out there because the worst case scenario, once you put it out there, is that you don't get it, but guess what? You don't have it now. The best case scenario is someone takes a chance on you and they put you on and it starts the ripple effect to you being the change you want to see in the world. Jasmine, that, okay. Thank you guys for coming out. God bless. Good night. Like we're done. She said what she came to say, y'all. We just going, we're going to stop right here. No, but what we are going to do is we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back from the break, we'll keep this conversation going with Jasmine Haley. We'll be right back. Have you ever questioned how some entrepreneurs scale quickly from six to seven figures or more and why you're not experiencing the same? 
It's because they understand the life-changing formula, the mindset, alignment, and methodology that is needed to grow, scale, and profit massively. It's about having access to the right framework that works specifically for you and your business. And it's not about hustling and grinding. It's about taking consistent action on the right strategies with the right success to fast track your growth while you save time and money. Spend three days with me at Move to Millions Live 2023 happening May 24th through the 26th in the Washington DC area. Our 2023 theme is sought after. When you spend these three days with me, you'll learn proven strategies step-by-step so that you're ready to make move and leave millions. Grab your ticket today at movetomillionsevent.com. Welcome back. You're listening to the Move to Millions podcast. Our guest today is Jasmine Haley, the Jasmine Haley. And she's already broke down and given y'all some powerful nuggets. If you are just tuning in, make sure you go back and listen to the beginning because you want to make sure you catch everything that she has to share. So just before the break, Jasmine, we were talking about this decision, this one decision you made to take this bigger, bolder action and the difference that it made. Now, I know that going boldly is contrarian, right? It's the road less traveled. Not everybody is going to have the courage to just step out and tell people why they should choose them. Mm -hmm. Given that, what I would love for you to do is to help me to create a quick roadmap for people of three things that they could do to take bigger, bolder action to get their story out there and to amplify their voice. Sound good? Yes, yes, yes. So the first step is you have to build your confidence. And that only comes from actually taking action, but most importantly, getting rooted in your worthiness. Mm -hmm. Like we were talking about earlier, I had to use my children's face. I wasn't ready for that Mm -hmm. at that moment, but I took myself through therapy. I went and I was filling my mind with affirmations and with books so it could lead into filling up those fumes that I was working with and give me the energy necessary to move forward. The second thing is I needed to curate a stronger business foundation. And so this is all a part of my legacy scalar framework because when you get to a place of becoming legacy driven, in order to support the legacy you're creating every single day, you've gotta have some sort of systems and structure to that. Mm -hmm. So if you're looking to get out there and go out there and speak, how often are you sharing that? How often are you actually setting up opportunities for people to inquire about your services? What kind of systems do you have in place within your own business to even leverage the speaking that you have? And that was something I needed to take seriously because being a speaker is also having a business. Whether you are nine to fiver that's doing this just for a brand, there is structure that's needed. There's structure in your signature talk that needs to be created. There's structure in the business part. And then the third is I needed to create and amplify my brand. And what we all have to face as speakers or as business owners in general is, are you showing up where your brand is undeniable? Are you showing up where you're sharing your message and you're doing it unapologetically? A lot of those people who said no to me or ghosted and never responded to my email pitches came back 
later on when I made my brand undeniable. So we've got to understand that when it comes to speaking, when it comes to sharing our message, we are looking and working with humans. We've got to create relationships. We have to increase our market value. We've got to understand the gifts that we're able to provide for those who are actually looking to hire us for our services. So if your systems are janky, if your market value, you're not clear on that, if you're not clear on the transformation you can provide for audiences, which comes with the structure, mm -hmm. all of that can play a detrimental role to whether or not someone is willing to hire you as a speaker. Okay, I'm gonna recap all of that. That was so, <laughs> it was so good. Oh my gosh, that was so good. Okay, so the first thing that you have to do is you have to build your confidence through taking action. I loved how you said that you worked on your worthiness, right? To become rooted in it. Mm -hmm. And as we already talked about, but just to recap again, you were willing to use someone else, in this case, your daughters, mm -hmm. to be your why until you could be your why for yourself. I yep. love that. Second, you have to curate a stronger business foundation. You have to share what you want to be known for consistently in the marketplace. I say this all the time, Jasmine, be a broken record. Once we get the message tight and you want, you know what you want to be known for, say it all the time. Like we make the assumption that if we put it out there once, everybody's going to see it, but the algorithms are not your friend. They're not working for everyone to see it. So say it over and over and over again. Like I tell, you know, I tell my team all the time, they want to post all this other stuff on social media, ma'am. The only thing we need to be posting about is about move to millions or guy girls making millions. That's it. That's what we need to be posting. We don't need to be posting nothing else. If we can find a way to make it work into that thing. Okay, maybe we can consider it. But we want to share that message consistently. And then the third part is creating and amplifying your brand. I love the question. I didn't get all of the second ones. So I might need you to repeat that one. But yeah. are you showing up where your brand is undeniable? Oh, that is good. Mm -hmm. That is so good. And so I wrote in parentheses, make your brand undeniable. Yep. They can't like, you know, people can say what they want. Like I even say that about myself. People can say what they want about Darnielle. But let me tell you what they can't say. <laughs> they can't say that she don't get results and she don't pe move people to millions. That's what they can't say. Right. Mm -hmm. And so making sure that you're taking the time to create the relationships and increase your market value so mm -hmm. that you are undeniable. Whether they choose you or not, they cannot mistake your value in who you are and what it is that you bring to the table. I think that's so powerful because I think, you know, as a speaker myself, right? And I, when I started my business back in 2007, my first impetus was to get enough speaking engagements to be able to join the National Speakers Association. And mm -hmm. at that particular point in time, you needed 25 paid speaking engagements. So that was my whole goal. I would pay, like, I didn't care if you paid me $500, I could count it as a paid speaking engagement because I wanted to be a regular member of the NSA. I didn't want to be a, whatever they call the other people. No offense to any of those other people <laughs> out there. But I didn't want to be that. And so that was my whole impetus. I was like, no, I have to be an NSA speaker. I have to be a, a member there because if I'm there, then it's going to make a difference, right? Yeah. And even after I accomplished the goal in a very short period of time, got my 25 gigs, got into the NSA, I still continued to go into the places where no one knew who I was and make my voice be known, make my brand. And that was even before it was the brand that it is today, right? It's evolved into Move to Millions, but we didn't start here. We didn't wake up like this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And along the way, I've been 
adding value and creating relationships that has increased our market value, which I think is really, really important. And I'm just sharing this with you guys just so that you know that even me, you know, I've done this too, right? Jasmine is giving you guys some good game that you can really leverage in order to shift the way that you're seen in the marketplace that is ultimately going to open you up for additional opportunities. And I just also want to say this, if you are unwilling to speak of about how well you are, so will others. So make sure that you're the first person tooting your own horn. It's not bragging, but even if it is, it's okay. Like, yes. And and don't be concerned about someone else's insecurity bumping up against your confidence. You yes. need that confidence. You guys hear me say this all the time. Your confidence will close more deals than your skills. Yes. And so you've got to have that confidence. It's going to make such a big difference. I was going to say that, you know, you truly have to be convinced. Mm -hmm. You have to be convinced <laughs> that you have the God-given right to share your message. Yeah. And to go back to the structure part of it, which is the curate phase. A lot of us, I'm telling you, I work with the most amazing, brilliant people. And they're like at a loss. They cannot figure out like what is missing. And a lot of it is they they aren't convinced mm -hmm. and they don't have structure. And what I mean by structure and curating that is they need to, do they have a framework? Have they conceptualized their IP, their intellectual capital in a way that can be leveraged to seven or eight figures. Most of us who are speakers are not doing that. Mm -hmm. Do they, are their offers in their current business aligned to it? In their signature programs or the talks that they're given, are they structured in a way where they're throwing everything to them but the kitchen sink? Or are they really giving them just enough to take them on a journey to have a transformation? So yeah, let's stop right there for a second because I think a lot of people I, and I hear it even amongst clients in the Move to Millions Mastermind all the time. Well, what else should I put in there? And I'm like, nothing else. <laughs> like, <laughs> it stands alone. You don't have to load it up in order to make the value value. No, it's value just because you're the person who's bringing it to the table. Yeah. And so I think it's important that as you're developing all of these assets that you're going to leverage on stage, you remember that it does not need all the things. I used to do that too. I mean, and so I'm not, I'm not trying to lead you to believe that, you know, again, I, I had this all figured out. No, I used to do it too. And it would be really cheap on top of that. It would have all the things in it and it would be like next to nothing. And I did it when I wasn't clear of my value in the marketplace, right? Yes. And so that's why it's important, as Jasmine already said, to be rooted in your worthiness and then to be able to clearly see the, tr the translation. How does that translate? Because we're never talking about your worth in the marketplace, just so we're clear. Mm -hmm. You are God's most prized creation, after me, of course. And <laughs> as a result of that, you are already worthy. It's not about your worth. It is about the value of the solution you can offer to the problem they've been unsuccessful at solving on their own. And the perceived value. The and perceived, the perceived value. Yes. The perceived value. It's the same thing. This concept is not foreign. It doesn't matter whether you're in healthcare, whether you're in business. People have to have a buy-in to what it is that you're sharing. And they've got to be convinced that what you have is something that they need. So you have to speak in a language that makes sense to them. 
Well, I want to I want to put a little asterisk right there because I don't think that they have to be convinced. I think they have to be persuaded. There's a difference. Yes. Okay, that is true. That is There's true. a difference because convincing means begging and pleading like your Keith Sweat up in this piece. Oh, no, no, no. We Whereas don't. persuasion <laughs> is helping them to see that this is a solution they've already been seeking and yes. you just happen to be waving it right in front of them right now. So there Absolutely. is a difference in the way that you want to position yourself because convincing energy is desperation energy. Oh, and yeah. we're not looking to convince anybody. I say all the time, I'm not about to convince you to let me change your life. Like you got to come ready to experience transformation because if you do, I will meet you there and carry you over to the other side. I love that. And that's true. It is yeah. true because that also goes into the fact of the, the, I would say what we were talking about a little bit on the outset is being rooted in your worthiness. Mm -hmm. It is a persuasion. And you know that you give them the opportunity and then if they're not willing to take it at this moment, you move on to the next, but it doesn't stop you along the process. Yeah, that's so good. And I think it's important just to make sure that those of you who are listening, as you think about what you're putting together for people, whether it's a pitch, it's a proposal, it's an engagement letter, that you are clear that you are persuading them to take the step based mm -hmm. on a problem they've already defined and a solution they're already seeking versus being in this energy to convince. Because again, convincing energy is desperation energy and we wanna avoid that like the plague. We don't mm -hmm. wanna show up in that way, which I think makes it a difference as well. Mm -hmm. When I think about everything that you've shared so far, Jasmine, it just gets me so jazzed up because I know that this is what makes the difference in being able to go out there, right? Like, and we know that there's no shortage of speaking events. There's more than a thousand events that happen every single day in the United States, all over the country. And now with virtual, probably even more than that. Mm -hmm. That statistic is a few years old prior to COVID. Because there are so many events and there's so many opportunities for us to go out there and get booked to speak, there really is no excuse, except as Jasmine already said, you are not structured, and your offers are not aligned. So Jasmine, a couple of quick tips. What do I need to do if I'm not structured in my business to put myself in a position to be able to go out and get some of these opportunities that are just waiting for me? So I have actually tried this out with my clients in two different ways. Okay. We have been able to find and book gigs with just having a topic in the audience that you serve. Mm. So just knowing what your topic is, not the actual title. So we're talking like the theme, mm -hmm. <laughs> having that, knowing who the audience is and thinking about who exactly is in your network right now. They've been able to pitch and land gigs that way. Nice. The, second, the second is really structuring your expertise into a signature talk. And I speak about this often because I have had friends and I have met individuals who have turned themselves into corporate hoes. And I wanna explain what that is. Please. What that is, is a person who it will speak on any and everything for a check. Oh, nice, I like that. They don't that. care what the topic is. If you wanna talk about farming, they are gonna talk about farming one week. If you wanna talk about construction, they will flip and switch that up and talk about construction. Mm -hmm. What that does to most of us, when we don't have a signature program, we're basically scurrying around trying to put things together and we're standing for everything except for actually something that's aligned with our heart and how we want to show up in the world as we're building our legacy. That's so and good. So go, go ahead. Okay, go your ahead. Thought. <laughs> yeah, for some of us, I feel that that 
misalignment leads to a place where they're not being inquired. The sweet spot of speaking is when you no longer have to pitch anymore. Where people Ooh. are coming to Oh, that's good. Okay, that's the perfect place for us to take a break. When we come back from the break, I'm going to have Jasmine repeat that because that was a heavy hitter. We'll be right back. You might be the first in your family to make millions, but if I have my way, you won't be the last. Join me live at Move to Millions Live 2023 happening May 24th through the 26th in the Washington, D.C. area. If you desire to make real money in your business, then join us at the number one business training event on the planet for millions-minded CEOs and million-dollar CEOs in the making. Your Move to Millions starts at Move to Millions Live 2023. Grab your ticket today at movetomillionsevent.com. Welcome back. You're listening to the Move to Millions podcast. Our guest today is Jasmine Haley of the Legacy Scaler, and she just dropped a bomb on us right before we went to the break. Jasmine, can you repeat that bad boy for us, please? Yes. The sweet spot of speaking is when you no longer have to pitch and people are inquiring of your services. And I've experienced that. And it's wonderful. Yes. Yes. <laughs> absolutely yes. Wonderful. So I was paid, I was booked, and I was busy. And these were people that were coming to my events that would then tell their friends and their friends and the inquiries would come in. And so that was when I knew I had gotten to the pinnacle of whatever speaker industry that you may be in, that's what you desire. And we can get there when we get aligned, we get signature programs and we stand for something and we're not going down the road of being a corporate hoe. So I I want to encourage, you know, each of you in understanding right now I'm rebuilding my speaking career because I change industries. Mm. And what it doesn't it doesn't change. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. These principles work no matter where you're at. Yeah. So I have to start with the relationship building. I had to solidify and make my brand undeniable. I am hosting my own events. I'm not waiting for someone to give me the table. It's the same exact formula mm-hmm. that I've used Previously in healthcare that I'm using now and what we've used for my own clients. So know that those those inquiries will come, but you've got to do the work. You gotta be planting the seeds right now. And the seeds gotta be clear. Yeah. Because <laughs> if you don't have clarity, nobody's gonna show up and be able to refer you to the opportunities that may may come your way. That's so good. So good. Cause you're right. Like you have to be clear first because you also need to be able to articulate it and you have to be able to articulate it as succinctly as possible so that a sixth grader can understand it. Like it has to be simple. It can't be all this jargon and all of this big language. It has to be really simple. That's what I love about, to make this about me for a second. That's what I love about Move to Millions, which is not my own creation. Y'all know God gave me Move to Millions. I think he got tired of me begging him for my movement because I knew it was an incredible factor. I knew it wasn't that because I mean, I had to define it. And if you have to define it, it's not a thing. It's not a movement. It's not easy for somebody else to grasp onto it if you have to tell them what it is. And I was clear, but I didn't know. I didn't know what it was supposed to be. But when he finally dropped Move to Millions, it was like the Maxwell House commercials. I could see clearly now all the rain was gone, right? I could see all the obstacles in my way, right? Mm-hmm. Everything began to change. And when I think about what you just said, being aligned and taking our framework that we already had that used to be just like this podcast. It used to be called the leverage your incredible factor podcast. Y'all pray for me. And we switched everything to move to millions and 
just like that. Like I say this all the time and I don't even know you guys who listen. Thank you. Thank you for listening because when we changed the name of the podcast in January of 2022, we went from less than 25,000 downloads in for a total of 100 episodes to over now we have over 350,000 downloads and the the content was exactly the same. The only thing we changed was the name. So when Jasmine says get aligned and get clear, she is not joking. She means that thing. And it makes a difference when you understand what it is you want to be known for and how you are showing up in the marketplace. I I mean, I'm blown away. Every time I go and I look at our, our analytics, I'm like, what? <laughs> what is happening? It Amazing. makes such a difference. And mm -hmm. so she's telling you the truth to take the time to get aligned, to figure out your signature framework or methodology or process or blueprint, whatever you want to call it, figure it out step-by-step. Step. What are the things that you do? Drill that thing down into at least the themes, right? So like our move to millions method, there's five S's. We've got strategy, we've got sales, we've got systems, we've got support, and we have success mindset, which is in the center of the graphic running through everything. Now, inside of each of those five, there's a lot of things that need to happen and be tightened for a business, but those are the core themes. You need to know that. That means I could go anywhere and someone could ask me, Darnielle, how do you get people to the million dollar mark? And I said, well, you know what? It takes five things. The first thing we're gonna do is gonna look at their strategy and I can break that down. And then from there, we're gonna tighten and leverage their sales infrastructure. And then from there, we're going to make sure that they have the right systems operating inside of their business. And then we're going to help them build a team. And while we're doing all of that, we're going to constantly be reinforcing a success mindset so that they see themselves the way that God has always seen them. And from that place, they take their business to the next level. See how I was able to do that really, really quickly. That's what happens when you're aligned. That's what happens when you're clear. And yeah. it is that that's going to make a difference in you getting booked. Jasmine? And one of the things that breaks my heart, which is what I'm on a mission with, is women and BIPOC individuals Ooh. don't know how to conceptualize their intellectual capital. Mm. So what happens is I'm in speaker meetings, y'all. So I've been behind the scenes with selecting speakers as well as being on the, on the other side of actually pitching my topics. So I have been privy to conversations that many of us aren't privy to. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something, what made me clutch my pearls was hearing my speaker colleagues take their intellectual capital and close contracts 500k or more mm -hmm. just because they learn how to get clarity to package their expertise and learn how to license their intellectual capital mm -hmm. and that is a missing part for us as women that's a missing part for us who are BIPOC who come from underrepresented populations. Mm -hmm. And so we've got to stop playing around with the concept of thinking that speaking is just a luxury. Mm. It is a part of your marketing that every single business professional should get clear on and get to a place where they are structured and concise in their messaging. Because now you can get to a place when you are structured that you no longer even have to show up if you desire not to Ma'am, license your IP. You can record it. You can close big contracts. You can hire coaches to teach your work, but we've got to stop playing small and thinking that, oh, well, I just want to, I just want to find my first paid speaking gig, ma'am, sir, 
there are people out here chilling (laughs) with huge six figure contracts just based on the fact that they took the time to get more structured. Mm-hmm. And that's the power of using our voice if we use it appropriately. That's so good. Oh, Jasmine, that is so good. It's it's another, I just want to drop the mic right there kind of moment because like I got, I went on Amazon and I got a little mic so we could drop it. <laughs> like that was literally, it's so good. Listen, this is what I want you to take away if you're listening in right now. There is no excuse for why you are not being well-paid in the marketplace, except that you have made a decision that you don't want it. That's it. That's the only way because we are so valuable and we don't realize that your signature offer that you're downplaying, dismissing, and undercharging for could literally be the way that you make the move to millions. Literally, and not one sale at a time, but one big yes at a time, like landing big fish, right? Having a conversation with an organization that can leverage your framework, your Mm -hmm. system and your methodology and train 10,000 people versus you trying to go out and get one little client. (laughs) Like we got to think bigger. We got to realize that who we are and the work that we've done and what we've put in, Mm -hmm. all of that has the potential to pay off if we would understand the value associated. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to think about, and this is, and even this is a downplay, but I want you to think about when someone understands and goes through your framework, what is the the value? What is the difference it'll make to their life? Let's just say in the next five to 10 years, Mm -hmm. in the next decade of them walking through your system. I can tell you, that we have had people who have gone through our move to millions method. And just so we're clear, the move to millions method, it's renamed, but it's been around since 2012. So it's 10 years old. We are not new to this. We're true to this. And we have people who went through that methodology, got their business to the seven figure mark the first time and have rinsed and repeated that thing for the last 10 years. So that means my framework is worth at least $10 million. How much is your framework worth? That's what I want you to be thinking about to to really put into action with what Jasmine just shared, really being able to leverage your intellectual capital. And here, let me just break it down for, for you again, just so that way it's broken down. Capital is what you need to continue to grow your business and build your team. And your intellectual capital will make you money into perpetuity if you learn how to leverage it. Y'all need to stop playing. Yes. (laughs) Okay. And these are the conversations we're not hearing because when I look at certification programs, which we will not name because they're not sponsoring this podcast. That's right. Look at some of these certification programs. Who's at the head of it? They don't look like me and you. No. And so now there's a different conversation that has to happen, which is why I call my business Legacy Scaler. We are scaling legacies. Mm -hmm. And that means that every decision that we're making today is impacting the thousands of people that we can reach when we're sharing our voice Mm -hmm. can impact our family. This is not a game that we should be playing at all. Yeah. We give away so much. I can't tell you how many programs I've made where I didn't charge. 
I have a licensing deal right now that has the potential to make me buku amount of dollars. Because how many? How many dollars? Buku. Buku okay. dollars, y'all. That's a lot in case you didn't know. <laughs> buku. Because I was say I came into this agreement saying, okay, this is someone that has nearly a half a million people. Mm-hmm. Every single person that has the potential of seeing my content, what is it that I want to get paid? That's right. All I right. love that question. What repeat is it that, that question? Re- repeat the whole thing. That's so good. I want to make I sure have, they caught it. Yes, I have a licensing deal that I just recently worked out, and they are paying me per per course. But I also negotiated the views. Mm-hmm. That's good. A per person fee for the views. So nice. it's about to come out soon. But they have. When you think about it, when I when I set this up, I started thinking. Let me. What would a legacy driven person do? in this particular case, when I negotiate this contract. Mm -hmm. Well, they will also make sure they get paid for every single view that happens, even when I'm not showing up. Yeah, I love it. And their population is nearly half a million. So when we're looking at our value, we get it back to the root of the outset of what we were talking about. You root it in your worthiness. You start negotiating differently. Mm -hmm. You start really seeing the value of what it is that you create. And there's some of y'all that are sitting on concept, just like Darnielle said, over 10 years, 15 years. Watch me, y'all. If you decide to follow me, you're going to see me next year. There's going to be a whole thing that's going to be put out and it's going to be leveraging my intellectual capital in a bigger way. I'm no longer waiting for anyone to give me permission. And I don't think any of y'all should either. Oh, that is so good. Oh, my gosh. This has been awesome and amazing. Oh my gosh, Jasmine. I think that you just changed some lives. We are in over 70 countries around the world with this podcast. And I know that lives are going to be changed as they listen back to this conversation over and over and over. All right. So before I let you go, we got to do a couple of things. So I alluded earlier to the fact that Jasmine is a client. She's actually a two-time client. So we worked together about a year ago in my Leverage and Scale Accelerator. And then she came back for more, y'all, and joined the Move to Millions Mastermind. So I just wanted to ask you just a couple of questions about your experience, because right now I know out there people are they're trying me out, right? They're listening to this podcast, trying to figure out, or is, am I the real deal? Am I really all that I say that I am? And I would just love to hear, you know, from your perspective, you know, what what has it been like working with me? It's been absolutely amazing. I will have to say that one of the things that Darnielle told me was, she said she would change my life. All right. And I was like, all right, all right. Well, you know, <laughs> I don't know. All right. She's, she could be just talking right now. But when I came into her, her program, I think was really important for me was learning how to package my work right in a way that it could be profitable and not thinking i need to give more of myself in order to be compensated for it so when i went first through her program i followed all of the things that she stated but i didn't get the results and it wasn't because i wasn't given the tools it was because i wasn't willing to surrender to god and i was not in an alignment Mm, so sometimes you have the strategy and everything that you need but things may not work out it may not be the actual program it could be you Mm-hmm. So I had to leave for a little bit and then come back. And I use your methodologies to construct my first 10K program. And I said to God, when I decided to surrender, I said, all I need is one person. 
one person to say yes. And when I got that one person, my business skyrocketed. Mm. So it made sense that I would come back into your sphere of influence because I knew that one of the things that you helped me release was understanding it wasn't a sin to make money. Mm-hmm. I'm making more money than I've ever made ever in business. Mm-hmm. And I know that for me to get to the next level, I need the support to kind of remove some of the the negative talk that tends to come up when you're making moves in this way. Yeah, I I love all of that. And just so you guys know, I don't, I don't coach them. I don't tell them what to say. I want it to be real because they're real people. And I love that the honesty of having access to the framework, but not getting the results that you really wanted. And I know you made some money, but it wasn't the kind of money that you really wanted to make. And then realize realizing the part of the process that was missing, right? When I say success mindset, when we talk about our framework, that success mindset is not what everybody else says about mindset by itself. It's also leveraging those spiritual principles. It is about alignment. It is about surrender. It is about obedience. It is about understanding your significance and how all of that is an important part of it. And so I love how once you did the the middle part that nobody wants to do. No one thinks they need mindset work, right? But once you did that part, the outer part actually worked and produced that client and then setting your business into this whole other stratosphere. I mean, she didn't say it, but I'm going to say it, y'all. She's having six-figure quarters in her business. She's making more in 90 days than most people make in, the year, in a year in entrepreneurship, if you look at the statistics. It happens quickly when you're in the right space, right? And so there is something amazing about the community that we've curated and the team that we have that are available to help our clients like Jasmine. Like, what would you say about the team? Because, you know, I think we always talk about me. But I have this amazing team of people that actually are working with the clients in addition to myself. Oh, they're the bomb.com. <laughs> I mean, they are. <laughs> they are. They really are the bomb.com. Between the experts that come in throughout the month, I've actually been attending calls mm-hmm. since I've returned back from the mindset work. I'm able to get mindset work from the business strategy. There is nothing missing. You've got everything that you need. In addition to that, you have a community of people who are on the same journey as you. Mm -hmm. I know that in business, you can feel alone, you can feel overwhelmed, Mm -hmm. but there's something really beautiful about what you've created because I personally feel to grow and scale a business, you're dealing with mental, physical, Mm -hmm. even spiritual challenges. And all of those are tapped in through this program. And what makes it really important for all of us to understand is that if your soul can't be edified, you're not going to have consistent growth in business. And that is what I've been able to get is strategy, (laughs) soul edification. And so that for me personally, what's really important is not only am I making the money, but I have a happy marriage. My children are, are taken care of that. I feel fulfilled in all aspects because I know that if I'm not, I won't be able to continue. And so I'm able to create that in this container and do so and be around people who are also making lots of money. And knowing that I I will be supported throughout this journey. Yeah, I love that. So for any, if someone were to walk up to you on these internet streets and be like, Jasmine, I mean, for real, what should I, what would you say to them? Absolutely. And do it scared Mm -hmm. because I was shaking in my boots both times. (laughs) Okay. I was shaking in my boots like, oh my gosh, this is 
big, but to know that I've been able to invest at this level and still continue to grow in my business, mm -hmm. like the team that's there, even if it's, if it's not Darnell, every single person has their hand in on your business. They want to see you succeed. And I think that's really important to be able to get that support, whether it's HR, whether it's automation, whether it's funnel building, whether it's your spiritual side, whether it's mindset, everything is catered to you in this program and it's customized. You're not going to get no, you know, cookie cutter stuff. You're going to get stuff that is really meant to help you grow that you can rinse and repeat for years to come. Nice. I love it. I love it, Jasmine. All right. Now, before I let you go for real, we got to do our closing three questions. And I do this. We did have a conversation around business, but most of the people I have on here, we don't even ever talk about business, but just to ground the interview so that our listeners can take away. I believe that if you are a leader, you should be a reader, right? And I, and I believe in the power of helping people to create their own personal professional libraries. And so what's one book that has been instrumental on your journey? And I know you're still moving to millions, but even as far as you've come so far, what's one book that has made a real difference for you? Oh man, this one's a hard one. <laughs> Cause I have so many, this one's a hard one. Cause I've, okay. So what am I going to say? <laughs> I don't know. We're waiting. <laughs> one day you'll be able to say move to millions, but yes, I'm writing yes. that right now. <laughs> I think the book that comes up for me right now is Braving the Wilderness. Hmm. This one is from Brene Brown. Mm -hmm. I really like this one because it really talked about having a sense of belonging. I think mm -hmm. that's the book. I read tons of her books. So if, if I get it wrong, please don't come after me, y'all. Okay. But it's it's her book specifically about having a sense of belonging mm -hmm. and it's based on Dr. Maya Angelou's quote. And when we look at having a sense of belonging, it needs to be deeper than community. We have mm -hmm. to have it within mm -hmm. in order to move forward in a brave way. I love it. And then what's one quote that keeps you grounded, keeps you excited, keeps you moving? All right, I got to prepare for y'all and it is through Les Brown. This quote is, the graveyard is the richest place on earth because it is here that you will find all the hopes and dreams that were never fulfilled, the books that were never written, the songs that were never sung, the inventions that were never shared, the cures that were never discovered, and let's add in the stages that were never spoken on, mm. all because someone was too afraid to take that first step, keep with the problem, or determined to carry out their dream. Nice. I love that. I might have to get you to send me because I couldn't write all of that down. I'll look for it online. If I don't find the whole thing, then I'll I'll have you send it to me. And then the last, what is one tool that you swear by on your move to millions? Mm, a tool. Click up. Okay. <laughs> and it could have been like it could have been your sabbaticals. Like it could have been anything. Oh, okay. Yeah. So let me let me take that back. It's okay. my sabbaticals. <laughs> my I need rest. I need rest. So I put rest in during the week. I have CEO days. I have a fourth week of the month where, where, is, where there's a rest. And every July and December, we take off, the entire company takes off. And that's really important to me. That allows me to keep the creative creativity flowing. Um, I absolutely love it. And I've been able to still produce income the months that I am off. Nice. I love it. This has been amazing, Jasmine. Thank you so much for stopping by the Move to Millions show and sharing your brilliance and just dropping these nuggets that are going to help people to scale their legacy. I'm so glad you were here. Yeah, thank you for having me. I loved our conversation. I told you. Wasn't it good? Oh, 
my goodness. Jasmine got two mic drops. Y'all know I have the little mic that I can just lift it and I can drop it during the conversation. She got two. She probably should have gotten more, but I was so busy writing notes that I missed some of the good ones. Let me just tell you, at the top of our time together, she talked about being at a time in her life where she didn't feel worthy. And so because she didn't feel worthy, she chose to use her daughter's to give her courage enough to step out and put herself first. You guys, oh, so many nuggets. Challenges will always arise when you choose the path God wants you to be on. Did that hit you like it hit me? I mean, there were so many, right? She talked about leaning in, trusting, and having the authority, having to make the decision. Was she gonna trust God, sit back and wait, or take bigger action? She chose to trust God and take bigger action because when you take bigger action, you get bigger results. She gave us an amazing three-step process to be able to get to the point where we are experiencing the clarity and alignment that we need to use our intellectual capital to make millions of dollars. But I think my favorite thing was when she said, when you are rooted in your worthiness, you start negotiating and showing up differently. Oh, it was so good. I am so excited that you had an opportunity to hear from my amazing client, Jasmine Haley. And I know that this conversation will be one you'll come back to over and over and over again. And if you want to know more about Jasmine, go to the show notes. We've got all of her information right there so that you can reach out to her and learn more about how she can help you to scale your legacy. I'll see you guys next time. Take care. Thank you for joining me for the Move to Millions podcast. The way I see it, you deserve a business that generates millions. We'd love to have you join us in May at Move to Millions Live to help you prepare, plan, and position your company for the million dollar mark. Visit Move to Millions event now to grab your seat. If you enjoyed our time together, do yourself a favor, head on over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. Until next time, remember, millions are your birthright and to access them, you need only move. See you next time. Take care.